This is the start of the show. Welcome to Fine, a previously recorded evening of storytelling and otherwise. This episode took place on September 30th, 2019 at the Lido here in Vancouver, which is on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh peoples. You'll be hearing from some of the excellent lineup of writers and comedians we had that night, including Selena Bowen, Emily Bilton, and Leanne Dunick. Throughout the episode, you'll hear music from Biawana, who you can find on iTunes and Bandcamp. The song we started the show with is called Chances, featuring Des Hume. And I am your host, Cole Nowicki. To find out more about our upcoming live shows, please visit us at afineshow.com or follow us on the social medias at afineshow. Okay, let's get on with it. Enjoy the show. Up first is Selena Bowen. She's a Moniyao slash Nihiao poet living on the traditional, unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh peoples. She received the 2017 National Magazine Award for Poetry, and her work was included in the Best Canadian Poetry in English in 2018. She has been published widely and works as a poetry editor for Rahila's Ghost Press. Here's Selena. Thank you, Cole. Thank you for hosting this amazing reading series also. I love, I love getting to hear comedy. <laughs> it makes me so happy. It makes me smile. Um, so Tanse, Selina Natsigasan, Otse Notwe Iswe Nukum Wia Oche Waterhen Askiagan, Egwa Namusum Wia Oche Flying Dust Askiagan, Ot Egwa Nikwe Wi Munyaski. So hello everyone. Um, I just introduced myself in Nihewewin, the Cree language. Um, I'm Selena. Um, my mother is a settler and I grew up on the lands of the Cowichan people um, as an uninvited guest. And on my birth dad's side of the family, my grandmother is Cree from Waterhen First Nation and my grandfather is Cree and French from Flying Dust uh, First Nations. First Nation. And <clears throat> I also just want to say um, today I'm wearing an orange shirt for Orange Shirt Day. Some of you may be familiar with this, and if you're not, I really encourage you to look it up. Um, uh, I'm wearing it for my family today. So, um, And now we're going to jump into some sad, relatively sad-ass poems, I would say. So not so much comedy, um, but it's good. We have the, the yin and the yang going on, so that's great. Um, the first poem I'm going to read uh, is, I, it's kind of like loosely my masturbation poem, I think, which like every, I feel like maybe every great poet needs like a great masturbation poem, but anyway. Um, and it also, it plays with um, parallel, this parallel cyclical nature of time in, in a Neheyao worldview. Um, and it was also written while I was practicing actually learning to like tell time and do clock the clocks um, in Nehewewen. So there's um, that scattered throughout. <coughs> Notes on wanting. 
When I message you, my phone auto-corrects, hey, I hope you, to hope, hope. And I imagine your brief bubbling ellipses becomes the reply, yeah, we could all use more of that on any given day. In a heyway when we say the minutes before, if a moment exists inside the first half of that hour, metatat chipakanes mioskam niso tipakan. Inside this hour, an open Ziploc bag and a vibrator in bed. In bed, I practice time in my dress. Kigats is almost. Kigats niso tipakan. It's almost two o'clock. It's kigats a bad day taped up like the hem of my skirt to hold for the afternoon till it falls to its original length, below my knees, above my ankles. This day slips through the clock. Kigats wampum, kigats nianan tipagan. At the time, I was a mistake. At the party last night, Molly asks me, who do I perform for? And we smoke, talk crows, exes, car rides into the next day, this day, otasak, apitethskau. The internet knows I'm single, watches my want, an ad for Bumble, girls swiping girls, swiping boys, bobby pins in their hair. Now that's a mood full of holes. It's an opening in or through to someplace else, like the spot where beads hang from an earlobe you want to kiss, like that lonely and happy you feel when a friend falls in love like the bright neon swatches of green people plant so they have something to water. The way our organs take more heat, more blood when we cry, mood rings purple forever, like the middle of a berry Pop-Tart I once begged for and never got. Here comes a reminder about time, a reminder you get better at things the more often you do them. After is Mia Scam. After is crotch sweat, a chair for all my clothes. Mia scam apetisgao. Watching a bedtime routine on YouTube doesn't mean you've brushed your teeth. Even if it feels that way, even if we run our tongues over bone, our brains tell us it's true, capable of signaling falsehood all this time. So that's my subtle masturbation poem. <laughs> Thank you. Crotch sweat is real. Just saying. Um, so I've got two more poems for you guys tonight. And I just also wanted to say, whenever I come to Fine, I'm just blown away by the crowd and the people here. It's so warm. It's so welcoming. Um, and you guys are amazing. So my heart is very warm. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> this next poem is called, What You Miss Doesn't Always Matter and Vice Versa. Fathers as road trips, as borrowed cars, a thousand likelihoods, smoking at the sink, washing plates, listening to Billie Holiday swaying, love is funny or it's sad, it's quiet or it's mad. I am madder and unmatter, mad and not mad chrome nails that change color under angles of sun. I learn from the people we love, laughter is contagious, and so I, here, take this laughter, this ordinary day where a lake is a belly button, where the day is a joke you told once in the car in Cree, 
about a man and a fart or a hill or something involving wind passing, a moment of relief, grass all over this highway. Me and fathers exist in a thousand prairies like matter in different phases. Your water glass beside your bed, an air freshener in the glove box, how close you've been to lightning in the bush, learning to take up space. Kid me meets dad you, grown me meets kid you, dad you meets grown I, and you were looking in a mirror, you were bottling apology, writing my name in a Facebook message. We love who we love, faces puffy from trying. We exit this hour en route to a different day and Okay, super light, right? Like, woo, fun stuff. All right, um, so the next and final poem I'm going to read for you um, is called Campaign for My Body's Mess. And in some ways it is an ode to McDonald's because I really love McDonald's because I feel like it's a place you can go. And I do feel like it's, there's like a community there, which I really love. Like people are always hanging out and I, I just, I like hanging out there. I think it's a really great place, great date spot, like why not? Um, anyway, so this is sort of, yeah, partly an ode to that. Campaign for my body's mess. Last night, McDonald's was my savior. I drank water like I was in gridlock, an accident slowing everyone on the highway. Radios turned on to flashes of grief. Memory blasts itself through me. It is a pillow in a window display that says, leave your shit somewhere else. It crowds the river near my kid home, where mom set fire to sap as a girl. Dime-sized leaks from the tree, just enough to make light run towards the ground. I drink till memory stops forming, father stops messaging, prays every night to Jesus in gratitude for sobriety. It's too easy some days becoming the things I fear. I'm too soft for the internet, have the urge to put my head on the, put my head on the shoulders of bus strangers. Daddy issues a collection of keychains I've been adding to, rabbit fur puffs, beaded strawberries on a metal ring, I wear headphones to watch porn, sound maxed. In elevators, I pick my nose, scratch time off the walls in the form of glossed paint. Faux wood inside this grief forest. Guts are a deer hung sliced in my grandpa's shed. A pool of blood on the concrete of this day. I found a piece of grass, muscacia, inside the x-ray of Nisset like a fleck of green glitter shining. I pressed a button and a hamburger appeared. Oh. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Next up is Emily Bilton. Emily is a Vancouver-based stand-up, sketch, and drag performer who's been featured on CBC LOL and Just for Laughs 42. She's the producer and host of Twisted Sisters, the only show where comics do stand-up and drag. Here's Emily. Thanks, Greg! Hi! You ready for another 
another white woman to yell at you? Because <laughs> that's what you have in store. Hi, friends. Wow, I'm so happy to be here. I just moved to Vancouver. Wow, okay, thanks. Hold your tepid enthusiasm. <laughs> First day I got here, I was riding my bike. It was gorgeous. Mwah! The ocean on one side, the mountains on the other. It was incredible. And all of a sudden, I got doored. Do you guys know what that is? Yeah, like when a car door opens and hits you. So this happens. I fly off my bike. I look up. This little old lady comes out of the car, comes up to me, and is like, oh, my God, sweetie, I'm so sorry. I didn't even see you coming. And I was like, I hope not. <laughs> Could you imagine if she was like, I fucking saw you. Just waited for me all day, saw me coming, and was like, that small boy needs to die. <laughs> uh, when I'm not doing this, I work as a nanny because I like to get bullied. You got it. <laughs> Love getting bullied. Love it. Love it. <laughs> and this particular four-year-old really knows how to bully me. Like, I picked her up from school the other day. She looks me up and down, and she goes, Emily... You look like my dad. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? This is a learning opportunity. I get down to her level, and I'm like, actually, sweetie, it's called a lesbian. Uh, <laughs> and without missing a beat, she goes, Emily, it's 2019. I know what a lesbian is. You look like a dad. <laughs> and then gets on her razor scooter and rides off into the sunset. <laughs> So I'm like, well, if I look like your dad, I'm also going to act like your dad. So I left her at school, blamed it on her mom, and went and did a bunch of cocaine. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I, uh, since I moved here, people have been a little weird about Vancouver. Like, are you from Vancouver? Yeah, originally. Born and raised. Yeah. Do you find that people hate the city? People hate Vancouver so much. Like, this city's amazing, and whenever I say that to people, they're like, oh, God, no! No! The weather is terrible, and everyone is awful, and it rains sometimes. <laughs> like, I lived in Montreal, and you cannot say a bad thing about Montreal to a Montrealer. Because if you just state a fact, if you just state a fact, if you're just like, hey, you have no government. <laughs> They're like, uh, but we have festivals. <laughs> like, there's a festival in Montreal called Igloo Fest, which is an outdoor music festival in the middle of February. I don't know if anyone has ever experienced real Canadian winter, but like all of my fingers are fake, you know? <laughs> and like everyone there is on MDMA, everyone. And the police come up and they're like, hey, it's cool, we're literally the mafia. Okay. <laughs> you want some more of that? We sold it to you, hey. <laughs> uh, Vancouver is the first city that I moved to as a fully formed queer human. Uh, before this, I moved to Toronto from Run to Girl to live with my boyfriend. Because we all make bad 
decisions. And like everyone knew I was gay. You know, everyone did. Like I was doing a show in Montreal right before I moved. And guess who was there? Guess who was there? Not my boyfriend. Good guess. Okay, I'll tell you. It was Caroline Ray. <sighs> all right, no one knows who that is. Because <laughs> you're all 19. Uh, you're all exactly the same age as me. It's fine. Um, Caroline Ray is like fun Aunt Hilda from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'm quite sick. Uh, so I'm going to really touch this microphone. Uh, you know, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Aunt Hilda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, she comes up to me after my set and she goes, hey, you're the little lesbian that was just on stage. I was like, actually, I have a boyfriend and I'm moving in with him in two weeks. Anyways, I leave the green room. Right as I do, I hear her turn to my friend and go, that little lesbian's gonna break her boyfriend's heart. <laughs> yeah. Fast forward to two weeks later, I'm lying in my boyfriend's bed and I'm deeply sexually unsatisfied. You get it! You get it! Like, did you know women were supposed to come during sex? Yeah? No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't! time I had sex when they were like I'm gonna come I'm gonna come I came did you come no cool nice all right <laughs> that's not how it's supposed to go you get it you got it <sighs> okay so I was <laughs> lying in his bed and I have this dream that Caroline Ray is singing opera and I run through this auditorium I jump into her arms and I'm like you're right I'm so gay. Turns out though, I'm a sleep talker. <laughs> yeah. So I was literally yelling this out loud and my boyfriend wakes me up and he goes, babe, what do you mean you're so gay? And I'm like, oh my God. God, Caroline Ray is a real witch. Oh, she is. Yeah. She made this little boy bot happen. Hey. Fun. Uh, sometimes I wish that, like, maybe I did something a little different with my life, like became a doctor or something. Because I love those headlines where it's like, person almost died on subway, but they didn't, thanks to a trusty doctor sitting next to them. Like, that'll never happen with what I studied. Because no one in the history of ever has been like, this person is dying, we need an opera singer. <laughs> but like, what if they did? You know, what if this person is dying, I waltz onto the subway, and I'm like, did someone say opera singer? And I rip off my overalls. There's like a beautiful ball gown underneath. And I'm like, okay, okay, what are we looking at? All right, weak pulse, cold toes. I'm going to need an EKG, a French romantic. Je Stop clapping. There is a dying person on our hands. Oh, God, we're losing him. I'm going to have to rip him open. Someone get my tuning forks. Um, uh, but Emily, 
that's a dull edge. Hey, don't question me. I didn't spend six years and a hundred thousand dollars only to not use my degree as an opera singer. <laughs> Cause that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Got some theater majors here tonight. Hey, uh, but I whip up my tuning forks, test each one. They're all exactly the same note, by the way. <laughs> They're all A. But I grab my favorite one, rip him open, grab his heart. Do I not go, my love, without asking my leave? Okay, so I feel like people don't really know what to do when I start singing opera. Is that what we're feeling? but neither do I. <laughs> I am accidentally very good at this. <laughs> and I always get the same thing. People are always like, you're so tiny, but your voice is so big. I'm like, yeah, but here's a fun fact. I breastfed till I was five years old. <laughs> yeah. I am 80% milk fat. <laughs> Like, when I sing, it's just two ribeye steaks rubbing together, you know? <laughs> People also don't know what to do when I tell them that I breastfed till I was five years old. <laughs> and neither do I. I don't want to have the visceral memory of the shape and taste of my mother's teeth in my brain. <laughs> but what's worse than that is her explanation for it. Because she's like, well, Emily... You wanted it. <laughs> so I gave it to you. <laughs> I don't know if we have any parents in the house tonight. Yeah, that's not how you parent. <laughs> Kids want so many things. Like I come home from kindergarten, throw off my backpack, I'd be like, play the Spice Girls and give me that titty. <laughs> She's like, well, if you want it. She called me up recently and she's like, Emily, I have to ask you, did I make you gay? I'm like, mom, that's ridiculous. Like, do you not know how this works? Of course you made me gay. You gave me the best thing in the world for five years. And I spent the next 20 just like a little titty coke addict, you know? It's like, where do I get some more? <laughs> Every time I see a breasticated person walk by, I'm just like, and I will always love you. Okay, I'm gonna leave the stage now. Hey, if you wanna do a fun thing, you should follow me at Opera Twink, because I also run some fun stuff. Can I say that? Okay, bye. Oh, give it up for Cole! Our final performer of the evening was Leanne Dunick. She's a multidisciplinary artist and writer who won the 2018 Emma Seiko Poetry Fellowship and is a current Jack Straw Fellow. Her transmedia book, To Love the Coming End, was released in 2017 alongside its companion album, as performed by Dunick's band, The Deep Cove. 
Entropy Magazine listed To Love the Coming End as one of the best poetry books of 2017. And Leanne's latest book slash album, The Gift, came out in autumn 2019. Here's Leanne. Apologies, but we will not be performing any reggae tonight. Maybe some Ani DeFranco. Thank you, Cole, for having us and for the introduction. You are the first Canadians to see this. This is. The new book, the new album, it's called The Gift. It's based on a short story, um, the album the, and the music. And so tonight we're going to give you a teaser from the story and also from the album in a pared down version because we're usually a lot more rock. I don't have my guitar and I feel very naked. But you'll just have to deal with my awkwardness. Um, I think if you get anything from tonight, it's going to be one of the performers' germs, because I think we are all sick. And if you want to make sure that happens, just get really nice and close to this microphone. <coughs> I accept tips of hot water. We need our bass player to be able to play his bass before us, before we can play. So does anybody have any questions <laughs> about anything? Downhill good joke? <laughs> I think all the good jokes happened already. Now it's just downhill, bad jokes. Really, I'll answer any question to the best of my ability right now. Oh. How was my day? Oh. I took... Um, <laughs> some neocitrin night in the morning so that I intentionally because I, I wanted to be good for you guys tonight so I tried to sleep with that all day it didn't totally work but you let me know how it paid off in the end <laughs> yeah yay naps that's the theme of the day So I'm Leanne Dunick, this is my band, The Deep Cove. And this is a bit from The Gift. It's a month before Christmas. They meet for the first time at the pre-show event at Sunset Boulevard. Her, black hair, a few grays, a denim skirt with brass buttons down the center. Him, baseball cap, Beatles t-shirt. I've been looking for you for a long time, she says. You found me, he replies. She doesn't ask for his autograph. Instead, she presents him with a palm-sized box wrapped in ivy printed foil. She pulls a strand of hair behind her ear. Don't open until Christmas. 
sharp creases, perfectly curled gold ribbon, no sign of tape. The meticulous packaging makes Monta unwrap it the minute he is alone. But she instructed him to wait, and so he will. to prove yourself do you have a song in you are roses red violets blue for you to make something great it needs to be true to be heard you'll need the words I'll be your muse this is what I'll give you this is what I'll give you What is art but the life you live? What is art? This is it. You've got to break beautiful things. got to break beautiful things do you have it in you do you have it in you Anemones and seas gleam as if they were new. This is what I give you. This is what I give you. You've got to break beautiful things.
we've got to break beautiful things you've got to break beautiful things you've got to break beautiful things you've got to break beautiful things I've got to break beautiful thank you one of the things that's good about having this book as part of the project is all the lyrics are in here since we're playing new songs, I can check the lyrics. Okay, so the next song we're going to do is the first song on the album, which, is, which comes as a download as part of the book. The song is called Pills. You've got a scent I can't resist And the softness of the lips compound looking at you I want your jeans how do I get you here with me I'm gonna break you down and taste each cell up into a special compound have a sip swallow is there a better way I don't know don't know don't know don't you will stay and I'll pop you once a day I've ground your bones into a precious compound a little water to help you go down go down down go down go down go down go down
Thank you. Um, so that was going to be our set, however. The plague got one of the original performers. And they were not able to perform tonight. So we have a few more minutes, and we're going to play you a song from our previous album, which is um, called To Love the Coming End of the World and um, is available in the back should you find it possibly of interest. The song is called Other Gods. Guitar solo. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Dude. Bass solo. No, okay. That's probably not gonna happen. Chorus. I'll try to be all the things I thought I was missing. But now I see what works for me are other gods, other. Woo! <laughs> the plague got the guitar, but thankfully the guitarist is still with us. Thank you, you've been an awesome audience for all of us. Thank you so much. That's it. That's the end of the show. Thanks again to all the performers, Bioana, the leader for having us, Matt Crisco for recording us, CITR for playing us, and you, dear listener, for listening. We'll leave you with Bioana's You and Me. Got me 
something beautiful I just wanna flex it Say I'm irreplaceable Say it but don't text it I'll be the one that you hold Your ex is getting jealous It's gonna be you and me I think that it's critical Someone get the medic My body's working overtime Singing something reckless Love is in the air tonight Got me feeling bright. It's gonna be you been listening to Fine on CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory at the University of British Columbia.